Trubisky. Confidence is the killer of insecurity. That's a king talking. The sun will come out tomorrow. I don't know the rest of the song. Unless you're not from the four boroughs. Oh. How long long were you thinking about that? You like that? You were thinking about those two lines for a minute, weren't you? I was, you know, is, is the thought really worth it if it's not deep? I can't, I can't have a regular thoughts nowadays. No. I want cereal. That you gonna sue me? Am I getting rested over that? That minimal thought. But do you think about the nutritional value? Thought? What's the nutritional value of that cereal? It depends what cereal I'm eating. What cereal do you usually eat? Depends on if I'm, I'm a Captain Crunch mood. If I'm a honey bunches of oats mood. What nutritional value does the Captain Crunch bring you? Nothing. Okay. It's Captain Crunch. I mean, it gives you some protein. Yeah, I guess. And then yeah. the milk gives you some protein. Wait, wait, wait. Are you a person that puts the cereal in first or the milk? Cereal. So you're a normal person. Who measures? It just doesn't make sense. You measure the amount of milk by the amount of cereal. I can't imagine. Because you're there to eat the cereal. You're not there to drink the milk. The, the milk is just a plus. It's just a bonus of you having the cereal. But, like, I've just never, ever understood putting the milk in first. It's like, bro, what what are you doing? Put the cereal in first. That way you can know how much milk. I, isn't that what I just said? I'm just repeating you, it in a different repeating? way. Okay. I, my, vo- my voice is more uh, soothing than yours. Is it? You think so? Your voice is very uh, very pitchy, very whiny. I don't think so. Just much like your personality. I just think it gets like that when you act like a dumbass. And it's hard I for think that's me. that's how you sound older. It's hard for me to really contain that. Because one, I have to be seen by you. One, people know me as publicly being friends with you. Whose fault is that? I'm not saying it's not mine, but I have to. I have to, you know, mitigate that somehow. I mean, but you requested this because I went to school first, and you went there afterwards. What that means? So you voluntarily wow. So I walked. You chose to be within my atmosphere. You chose to. So are you saying that freshmen that come into school don't ever get to be don't ever get chosen to be friends by other people? I'm saying you chose to be in my solar system. That's what I'm saying to you. You are. That's crazy. You chose to orbit. That's borderline narcissism. In my nebula. That's crazy. And that's what happened. We were on the same team. That's my nebula. Lived on the same floor. That's my nebula. We got there at the same time. I only I only lived on the same floor as you because I got kicked out of my other dorm for fighting for fighting fifteen. People. So whose fault is 15. that? So whose fault is that? Their fault. So who came to whose nebula there, Evan? I was there first. No, you weren't. You were in Spelman first. But I was. They still kicked you in out, and your first. energy emanated off you, and but told I was still them in school first, and told them that you needed to gravitate no, to my actually, nebula. Actually, this That's is completely happened. false. That's what completely false because you got there in my second year, and in my second year, I lived in Mastro because you lived in Mastro. 
So, you did not live on that floor then. It was my junior year, the second semester, where I got booted out of my nice, comfy room. I definitely lived in Mastro the ghetto. my freshman year. Oh, did you? I lived in, I've never oh, lived in alone. Maybe you did. Maybe I've you never did. lived in alone. Maybe you did, but I don't think we lived on the same floor, though. I don't think we lived on the same floor. I think we were always on the same floor. I don't think so. No, nah, I don't think so. Rob, chime in here. Good evening, it's Robbie. What's up? Just tell us if you lived on the same floor. That's all I want. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yes, every Both single years? year. Yes. Oh, all right. Stupid. I'm stupid now. No. You've never, you've never been stupid. Memory. You've, been you've stupid. never been RKO through a door before. Emptied the tank. It's the fucking electro in the house. Yo, come on. No. So mature. <laughs> You're so immature. Oh my god. Alright. 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 Um Let's focus up. We have a few topics. We have a few things to talk about. We do. We do. Um I kinda wanna start off with Wait. something that has been told has been said about me. And, <laughs> and uh and some of the people I associate myself with. Um, as well as myself. The Wait, actually, I don't know what you're about to say, so say it. Yeah, I, how, could you agree, how could you agree with me? And I haven't even stated what I'm Did going to Did I not describe myself? It. Are you going to say it or what? The emotional, the emotional unavailability of said person, me, and uh, some of my associates. Um... What he's trying to say is that he's been called emotionally unavailable, as have I, and I disagree with that statement. I completely disagree with that statement. I feel like emotionally unavailable means it's 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 not really unavailable. It's more like in a mess, don't know how to control, which essentially is unavailable because at that point you getting into something with somebody is only bad for is is bad for both parties because now you're getting even more screwed up and then you're screwing that person up right so emotionally unavailable from a like if somebody was grading you if that makes sense i guess i mean right? i might be emotionally unavailable to you Oh, that's... I mean, yeah. But I'm emotionally yes. available to my family. So, I think it's all relative in the fact that you might think someone's emotionally unavailable. <clears throat> Maybe they just don't have that strong emotional connection or reaction to you. That is also very true. Like, hey, everyone's not going to open up to you. Everyone's not going to lay their lay their soul on the, uh, on the ground for you and just want to... Uh, yeah, no, I agree. It's uh, it's more or less a who the fuck is this guy? A you are and you aren't. It's more or less. Uh, it's, I'm sorry. It's more or less you are you aren't. It's less you are and you aren't. It's more of I'm I am to you and I am not to that situation or the situation. Um, but yeah, I just I I personally disagree with the statement that I am, just because of the fact that. Like obviously I know myself, obviously. But it's, do you? It's more of I think I do. How much so, time do you spend with yourself every week? Just by yourself. A lot. 
No, 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 no. See, when I say spend time with yourself, I don't mean just like being alive. I mean like, in my own head. No, no, no. What I mean is I do a lot. how many. Are you done talking? No. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Okay. So what I mean is that how much time do you spend with yourself in just silence, doing nothing? Because everything else is a distraction. This podcast, for instance, is a distraction. This computer... A good distraction. Depends who's listening. But this computer is a distraction. Uh, Our lovely videographer slash uh, content manager, Scrubby Robbie, is a distraction. The Mets are a distraction. The Yankees are a distraction. The only thing that's really not a distraction is the motherfucking Philadelphia Eagles. Everything else is a distraction. Yeah, but if you're going to go that route, then you can just not talk about anything. Yeah, but what I'm saying really is, wow, we just saw a Trump ad where he just showed a lot of black faces in black and white and Joe Biden from like the 90s yelling. Hmm. I can't wait till this election shit's over. I really can't. And I know we've gone away from uh, being emotionally unavailable and available, but this election is a shit show. You know they shut down the Whitestone Bridge today? Did they? Trump supporters shut down the bridge. Shut down. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you had work and you look up at a bunch of Trump supporters or anybody for that matter? I don't even care if it was Biden. Had their flags out and were stopping traffic. I'm going to my trunk and getting a bat and I'm like, you're going to move. Wow. That's crazy. The whole bridge. One side of the bridge. The Bronx side or the Queen side? I don't know. The Bronx side, sources say. Apparently, my sources are telling me. Hello? Hello? So, my sources are telling me that it started in Thoreau's Neck. And they paraded around the Bronx, apparently, and then made their way to the Whitestone Bridge. This is just absolutely uncanny and unprecedented. Oh, my goodness. Are you getting more news or what? I'm just hearing. Sadiq Ali's been desagulated. <laughs> Breaking. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Um, I'm desagulated. I don't really much to say at this point. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my days. My desagulated days. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. They shut down the bridge for an election? Yo, let me tell you something, man. That's crazy. If we was doing this for Obama, Obesey, it would have been all this stuff on Fox. You guys don't know how to act. You guys are just doing too much. You black people, blah, 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 blah. White people shut down the bridge for Trump, and it's just like, they have spirit. They're patriots. Like, basically, if you have an American flag behind you, you can pretty much do anything. And that is going to be my new model for life. So if you see me outside wilding with an American flag on my back, don't even ask. You know why I'm here. And you know why that flag's on my back. <laughs> yeah, that's like your... Uh, it's like, like your, your pass. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Blue Lives Matter sticker and put it on my car, too. Don't do that. Why not? Bro, it's gonna get me out of tickets. Oh, that's so sick. Delete those headshots, though, because it looks like I'm trying to sell the kid Nath. Maybe you are. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> Maybe you are. Cush of the sour, little Johnny. <laughs> Cush of the sour, Johnny boy. Also, you owe me three laps. 
I got a net. I got a Yankee shirt on with a Mets hat on. Yeah, they're not gonna trust me with nothing. They can't even trust a word I say to them, honestly. Thanks. Oh, Boston's got his five six worth of just muscle. The Eagles had Jaron Sproul, who's five five, retire, and now they got Boston Scott, who's five six, in there. How do you find these guys? How first of all, how are these guys this brave? Only, only short guys recommend each other. <laughs> you think so? They have like yeah. a they have like a Facebook group. They do, and it's like NFL Jobs dot short people. Uh huh. Boston Scott, you're up, brother. Like there's a five four guy in Michigan right now. Training. That's getting just ready, <laughs> getting ready to replace Boston Scott. <laughs> He's in, like, the hyperbolic chamber just breathing with he the is. mask on. He is. They have their own factory. They just churn these guys out. 5-6-2-0-3. Boston Scott. Okay. So, I don't really know where we left off. You started off with that. But I'm going to say that I think emotional unavailability or availability... Matters very much the compatibility, the compa- compatibility of the two people. For instance, myself and uh, Jennifer Aniston, or uh, Selma Hayek. I could be very emotionally available for them. Extremely. Just, just try me. <laughs> My DMs are open. They've never, they've never been closed. Construction happens on the night hours, and even then, it's active. But for uh, give me give me a random girl's name. Jessica. For Jessica, at I don't want to say McFadden's because that means I'm gonna go back there. Uh, let's say Jessica at uh at up and down. I might not be very emotional available for you. That's okay. Life happens like that. It's literally about trusting people. That's what I'm saying. Or That's, just or just wanting to fully invest yourself in that person. Uh no. Are you talking about investors and like become like like get like get into a relationship with them or something like that? Or what do you mean? Well, I don't know about you, but like being emotionally invested in someone is a big commitment for me. So I can't it's not right. like you know, not I'm not just relationships though I'm talking about. For anything. Like friends, anything, anything, family, anything, uh, anything. boyfriend, I'm, girlfriend, I'm, natu- okay. I'm naturally a uh, reluctant, <clears throat> I'm na- yeah, naturally, I'm naturally, natu- naturally, uh, distrustful of people, and I've said many times that I've lost a lot of faith in humanity, and that's just mainly because humanity needs people to care about each other, and I feel like people are getting more selfish rather than less selfish. And I understand the selfishness, but I feel like a lot of it, like for instance, when you have to tip somebody on like, let's say an Uber Eats or a, uh, or Postmates or whatever you might choose, right? You have your choice to say, oh, I'll tip them in cash and not tip them. You have the choice to give them a 5% or a 10% tip. I know people that order Uber Eats or other stuff all the time and they give them $2 tips on that. Regardless, yeah. of, like you ordered a $50 order and you give them a $2 tip, like that sucks. Damn. And before, I'd be like, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm saying, damn, like, I didn't know there was people out there like that. <laughs> there was plenty of people. Yeah, 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 You know? And before, I'd be like, eh, like, it's whatever. But now, I'm like, damn, like, nah, like, you don't really need that four bucks for this from the tip. You don't really need that. You know what I mean? Like, you can survive without it. You're not, you're not worse off without it. No. So, that's what I'm saying. Not. So, it's just like, that's how I think of it, at least. Where, like, let's say the difference is, like, like, I ordered some food today, right? The tip, 10%, I think, was... 
189 and to make it 20% made it like I don't know 350 something along those routes that 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 those lines it would be close to 4 if it was a 189 yeah like if you think about it look if you really need that $1.80 or that $2 maybe you shouldn't be ordering delivery <laughs> yeah facts and like I get that I get the I get the point where it's like oh wow Hell of an effort. Hell of an effort. And I get the point that you can say, like, oh, like, if you need the money that bad, you shouldn't be uh, delivering food or you should get a real job. But at the same time, like, they're doing you a service. Maybe that's the only thing they can get at the moment. Like, maybe that's the third thing they do. That, too. That, too. You know? Like, I don't understand. Like, these people are literally, you don't have to do anything. Like, they're bringing it to your doorstep. Precisely. Like, that's a public service. Like, you understand, like... It's not. It's not about, like, you. The food quality didn't matter. The only thing that matters is the time it gets to you, and the fact that it's even getting to you in the first place. Amen. Like that don't make no sense. Like these people, you think you wouldn't do it? You didn't want to get about your bed to go get it. Exactly. You're paying for that. But that's what I'm saying. So that that leads me back to emotional availability. People just, you know, little things like that. So how can you, so you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a big deal for some people, but for me, it's like, how could I, oh, wow. Oh, boy. But for me, it's like, how could, I? you know what I'm saying? How could I just be that trustworthy? And it can go against me, too. Like, a nice young, young, a nice young woman could be in the uh, various Arena that I'm in, I'm not gonna say club or bar because I don't know. I don't feel, venue, I don't feel like I don't feel like you really meet a partner in a club or a bar. Man, you but, never know. Yeah, that's true. You that's never true. even know, that's bro. True. That's very true. And you know what? I'm probably gonna be emotionally unavailable to my uh, quote unquote partner when I first meet her too. I think you have to be. I, I, you I, have to. I, have, I feel like you have to be like that with everybody. You have like, to have some borders. Not, it's boundaries. That's boundaries. Yes, boundaries, yes. Boundaries. I, I get what you're saying. I get what boundaries. you're saying. Like, I just met you. Like, I can't. I can't divulge my. Can't divulge my emotional baggage on you. Like, that's crazy. Then I have to trust you. Then I'm gonna. I feel like being emotionally available with somebody comes with like uh, expecting something of them. Absolutely. So like, even if like absolutely you're just talking to one of your boys about like losing a girl. Like, you expect them to be receptive of it and not just be like, yo, bro, shut up, you're annoying. You know? Because no, then if they respond 100%. like that, I'm probably going to fall back and be like, all right, I, now I know you somebody I can't talk to about, like, relationship shit. And if your boy is our age telling you that, he probably shouldn't have him as a friend, to be honest with you, because that's crazy. I mean, that bad advice is worse than just. But that's crazy. That's annoying. Shut up. I feel like a lot of people that say that these people aren't emotionally available. A lot of them are people that wear their heart in their sleeve, and you can't expect people to be like you or to act like you just because. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just really, you know, because I feel like every time I hear this, I hear it from extremely emotional people. Yes. Or people, you could say I could say. You know what's crazy I, though? I hear from emotional people that are unavailable. Ooh. Because they're highly emotional. But when it comes to, like, like, like getting that. cuffed or whatever, it's like, mm. you know? You know those people. 
that just take forever to actually get cuffed, but the opportunities have been there in abundance, you know? And you know what? You might have had to go through some bad ones to get to the good ones, but you'll never know about the good ones unless you finish up with the bad ones. Absolutely. But you know what? I'm really wary of people that say other people aren't emotionally unavailable because then I feel like that's just their their prerogative coming into it, into all the relationships where they're thinking, I'm going to give more in every relationship and it's not fair. Because some people are just naturally more givers than takers. 100%. And so you can't expect someone to just to run into someone that's going to give more than you do. Like, you can look for it, but to complain that people aren't like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that would be like me complaining that I can't find women that only want to do the things I want to do. Like, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> facts. Like, <laughs> you know facts. what I'm saying? Imagine, like, imagine. Like, imagine that was somebody's standard. That is a lot of people's standards, though. Nah, that's crazy. Like, some people are like, oh, like, my significant other has to smoke or has to do this, has to do that. Like, nah, that's crazy. Like, you're telling me, really? Like, someone you've never met before, you're just saying, like, all right, well, if you don't, uh, if you don't smoke weed with me or if we don't, uh, if we can't go out and just get trashed together, like, you might like to do that, but... If, I can't bang with you. Yeah, but, like, if everything <laughs> else, if everything else matches up, you're telling me it's just a disub? Yeah. No, I don't know what And I'm not talking about a 2.0... Um, Drug talk. <laughs> the uh, the emotional availability comes with the trust, which comes with the uh, the respect of uh, being able to compromise and say, all right, you don't smoke, but I smoke, and this is how you know that's gonna work out. However, it may go. I think the respect is a big thing. I feel like a lot of people confuse. The, the the quote unquote love because they get this love word in their relationships nowadays and they confuse that word with respect your respect for that person is growing so much that you choose to compromise you choose to take the time out of your day where you could be playing video games out with your boys doing whatever else to be with that person right it's like I mutually I, I, I do like doing it as well and I mutually respect that you know sometimes I may not want to do it but you know what I haven't seen you in a minute. You're missing me. I'm missing you too. We could show today. I'll cancel my plans or shift stuff around. But for you, I wouldn't do that for nobody else. Like, that's the respect. You right? know what it's like? It's like what 21 Savage, Savage said. When he's like, I don't want love. I want loyalty. Did he say that? Because that's right. Yeah, I, he had I, an interview. He had an interview where he was like, he don't want love. He want loyalty. He wants you to be loyal first. Because what did he say? He said you could kill someone you love, or you could cross somebody you love, but you wouldn't cross somebody you're loyal to. Yeah, facts. And that's oh, that's facts. I do remember him saying that. Wow. Yeah, that was and that's facts though. That was big. Yeah. Wow. That's facts though. Think about that. Because you you really could hurt somebody you love, but if you're loyal to someone, you don't want to do anything to go against them. You know what I'm saying? You want to be the best intentioned you could be. Facts. To be loyal to somebody is to love them. I don't know. Is it? I guess. I mean, you could love someone and cheat on them like hell. Cause so like to love someone is not to be loyal to them, but to lo be loyal to them is to love them. Yeah, because like for men, I think a lot of men like sex is just sex, and I think some some women are like that too. But I think women are more attached to sex. Women like are the, more attached to and sex, and like the feelings that come with it. Those feelings dig a little deeper. I think yes. 
Sex is very powerful energy. It is. Absolutely. So it definitely it's the it's the transfer of energy. So it that in and of itself Ooh, yeah, is it just is. It definitely is. It's just incredible, you know, spontaneous. That's gonna create some type of feeling in both of you. I just think it I agree that it does hit a little harder in women. Um mm-hmm. most definitely. Yeah, because I mean like I can I can think about the way I thought about sex at eighteen, and think, and you know, the way I think about sex now, and like, yo, <laughs> like I can, re- like I can, uh, I can, I can take my like emotions mm-hmm. and control them. It's just so much easier for me to control, Agreed. you know. Whereas like eighteen, I was just like bugging out. <laughs> you just a ball of horniness. Just bugging out. It's a ball of horniness at eighteen. Like it's crazy. You really think you know it all, eighteen? Yo, it's it's crazy that they bring in like eighteen year olds and seventeen year olds into like college environments or like professional environments. Like let's say like let's do athletes, right? And then they just they just go, oh yeah, like I expect you to fully behave and do everything that you're told. It's like, bro, you're eighteen. You're full of hormones. You're somewhere you know. You know what I'm saying? Like imagine. Imagine you're going, I don't know, Florida. Well, I mean, you've been in Florida. So let's say somewhere, let's say you're going to Texas for school, right? You're going to Texas for school. You've never been there. You're a ball of hormones going out of Texas and you get in trouble for like drinking or partying by your coach. Like, what'd you think was going to happen? Personally, if I recruit a kid and he gets in no trouble ever or ever goes out, I'm going to talk to him and be like, what's up with you, buddy? I'm going to need you to get in some trouble here. Unless he, uh, Unless he's like top one, then you could do whatever you were doing. No, even so, I'm like, nah. what's up? Like, are you like, what are you doing in your free time? Like, I need to hear something because, like, Tebow. What was Tebow doing? Too Tebow, like, oh, I was at Bible study or something. Okay, fine, but I need to know what's going on. Oh yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, he's not that's all I'm saying. Not talk to you because like, I fully expect my guys to get in trouble. I welcome it personally. Yeah, it's just character. Plus. As a coach, if you got a guy that's always problematic, you got a reason to yell at him at all times. Yeah. Because sometimes as a coach, you yell at somebody. What do you want to talk about? I think some of the common male insecurities that the the female world may not know about, so they cannot, so they can hold off on the actions that trigger them. I think that's silly. Why would they stop if they know it makes us insecure? Because it's all a game. They're not gonna stop. Just like female insecurities, men are gonna no, they're not gonna stop either, bro. It's all game of cat and mouse. That's it. Every everyone's just trying to find someone that they can kick it with, or someone that they genuinely like spending time with. That's all it is. People still get insecure. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying, like, if you think someone's gonna hear this and be like, oh, I won't do this anymore, I highly doubt that. Probably not. I don't think it's I don't think it's more insecurities. I think Probably it's not. I think it's more inconveniences. Like you buy a girl a drink and she takes it and when the drink's over she leaves. I don't know if that's an insecurity. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's an insecurity, I think it's an inconvenience, which is what I said. A male insecurity a male insecurity a male alright, so then look, you asked me to start something off that I I didn't really fully understand so what do you want to touch on here like i said male insecurities some of them what they are what they look like just because i feel like the insecurity thing is a big uh 
is a big gray area because nobody really knows what they're uh, what they're looking for. You, I'm sorry, you got to go more into this. I don't, I don't see what you're getting at, or at least you're not phrasing it right. I don't really know how else to explain. You don't want to talk about male insecurities because you don't think they're already, and you don't think. I think they exist. I just think that how could I speak on someone else's insecurity? Like, besides the fact that like we control this show. <laughs> but you don't think because like everyone's insecure about certain things for certain reasons. Short guys might be insecure about height. Tall guys might be insecure. Well, tall guys might be insecure about height. I mean, if we're being honest, all of it, all of it is kind of stupid. Honestly, if we're being really honest, being insecure is stupid. Is what you're yeah, because like, no. First of all, none of us are perfect people. Second of all, there are literally billions of mates, male and female, for each sex. So, something you're insecure about, someone else might love about you. So, that's why I'm saying it's all stupid, theoretically. And I know that's not going to help in the moment or when you go out. Like, for me personally... Well, like, that might, honestly. I, I mean, look, even so, even if you go out, right? If I go out, right? I'm going to check my appearance at least 30 times before I leave. 100%. I might change While I get dressed, yeah. While I get dressed, before I get dressed, all those things. So... You know, is that an insecurity, per se? Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, I'm not going to stop. I want to look my best every time I walk out my door. So, it's not, I don't even think it's an insecurity. It's just life. I yeah, I don't really know if that counts as an insecurity. I feel like an insecurity would be more like, you weren't, obviously, in the, in, you know, as secure at, in something as somebody else would be. So, like, if you were standing next to somebody who was, uh, let's just say, fluent in four languages, like, talking to people in front of him with different languages, like, and you couldn't say anything, everybody everybody there was foreign, and you really couldn't have a conversation, like, that would be, that would be insecurity, like, damn. Like, I could, I wish I knew four languages. No, <laughs> no, it's just shit out of luck. He That's spent his time. He looked. If you spend your time learning four different languages, I think you should floss as, as much as possible. Insecurities are also, uh, what do you call it? Self-inflicted. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, you can't be insecure about your weight and then eat like shit and not go to the gym. Well, I take that back. You you can be insecure, but it's. In it's what is it, non-valid, invalid? It's, no, it's invalid. It's void. Fucking stupid. It's void. That's what it is. Or that. That's what it is. That's that's truly what it is. Without mincing words. You just gotta. You just gotta. You just gotta know. Like, if there's something you're really that insecure, or oh, that's holding. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, no flag. That's crazy. But yeah, like you gotta know. Like, if. You're not going to put the work in. Things are going to happen. Like being insecure about your spot on the team as an athlete or being insecure about your GPA or the other stuff. Well, if you didn't go to the library, tough shit. And if you did and it didn't work out, then you got to find out a better way to do it. It's also, well, there is also stuff you can be insecure about that you can't control. So, for example, somebody has like eczema. Yeah. And they have like dry skin. 
Sure. Like, and that skin might be peeling or ashy in public sometimes. Like, that's an insecurity. Like, that's something you can't help. Oh, so, okay. in I that see, case, do you feel me? So, in that case, obviously, none of what we're saying would matter, would be relevant to that case, because that's something that that person cannot control. Agree. No matter how much they try to like heal it and you know treat it and all that, like it's just it's just not gonna work. I mean, at that point, what are you gonna do? Also the same. You know, like what can you really do in that situation besides just treat your skin the best you can and stay out of the sun? Yes. Correct. So do do you think insecurities, with the exception of the ones that you can't control, are something you could get rid of completely? No. I mean, you would have to have that mental fortitude to really just put it behind you. And even so, it still crop up. No matter what it is, it still creep up on you. No matter how uh, mentally tough you are or how uh, how removed you get from it. So, it's just, it's tough. But I think the sooner you realize that there's either nothing you can do or... No, I'm sorry, that's a bad way to put it. More, more along the way lines of... Accepting it's out of your the control. The sooner that you either put all your effort into correcting it, doing the best you can with it, or realize that there's nothing further you can do, that's when you kind of get okay with it, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, let's say you have a limp, and it's permanent because, I don't know, you got an accident or something, God forbid, mind you. Like, after a while, someone's going to say something about your leg, and you're going to be like, y'all's in an accident, asshole. Fuck you want me to do about it? Yeah. Now you're the, now the person that made fun of your limp is the asshole, and you're yeah. not the asshole. <laughs> He still might be calling him an asshole, but yes, I understand completely. Yeah, but that's really that's really all you can do. Huh. So, what are some things that you do to stop the the creeping, the creeping, the sneaking, and the creeping from these uh, insecurities that you have? A lot of drugs. <laughs> you just mask them. <laughs> You're doing nothing. You're doing nothing to actually help them. You're just masking them whenever they pop up. I run away from them like uh, Shaggy and Scooby. Run away from villains. Huh. Interesting. But on a truthful note, more more realistic note, probably. Uh, what really... What I do is, is just, just try to realize that, one, everybody else has a ton of things they're insecure about. <laughs> this is very true. And two... If your strengths drastically outweigh your uh, insecurities, outweigh your insecurities, then you're alright. Like hypothetical here. Let's say, hold on. Before I start this train of thought, I just want to tell you something right now. The uh, Dallas Cowboys kicker is setting up for a 59-yard field goal, and he's going to make it. Told you. Bullet. 62 yards. That's the longest kick of his career. So, where was I taking us on this wonderful journey of thoughts? Talking about our strengths outnumbering our weaknesses. And let's say, for instance, you're five, I don't know, let's say you're five, six. And you have a fear that women are going to tell you to shut up because you're really short. <laughs> or they're going to say, no, thank you, short king. Or they're going to ask you. Short king? 
or the, or you're gonna have to wear like or you always wear like platform shoes or boots or whatever. Let me tell you something. Tory Lanez is five five. Tory Lanez is also much wealthier than both of us. I can assure you, Tory Lanez is no problem talking to older, or I mean taller women. Sorry. None. Meg the Stallion. <laughs> Come on, Tory was a little spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she's throwing, she's pushing him around. <laughs> Yo, bro, I can't believe that. That's crazy. He really clipped that. You think? Yeah. What? Yes. I don't know anything about this situation besides he shot her. That's about it. Yeah, I didn't know anything until I until everybody started talking about how close they actually were. In terms of like they were actually like spending a lot of time together. Like Wow, really? Yeah, bro. Like Dolly. I'm telling you. Bro, That's he, crazy. it was him, Kylie, and Megan a hot tub alone. One of the nights during quarantine. Do Only. you think uh Literally like a, a, a week before she got who's shot. Who's that white guy she got she got seen with? G Easy? Yeah, oh yeah. She was filling up on G Easy. She was in bed with Jeezy. She was. There was mad videos. Mad videos. You know what? And that's kind of crazy because, like, speaking to the insecurity thing, like, seeing that, like, Tori get crazy with Meg like that, being, like, 5'5", five, five, and does Meg not, being how does not, crazy. How does that not empower all my short kings? It, I, yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, seeing that, it's like... Fuck you mean I'm short like this are you kidding me like come on like Tori with Meg and he shot her and you telling me that I'm out the game come on yo those insecurities are really self-inflicted for the most part obviously agree oh yo that's okay. crazy Look, I've seen I've seen some some short guys, some ugly guys pull some of the more attractive women I've ever seen. So, anything is possible. It just depends what confidence you walk into that room with, honestly. Which is key. Confidence is the killer of insecurity. It's like in uh, Moneyball when he when they were talking about the guys, and he was asking them, "Oh, can the guy hit?" And he was like, "When the guy walks in the room, his dick's been there ten minutes," and he's like. But can he hit? Right. Yeah. And he's like, great looking guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, great looking guy. You know, it's just it's the same thing if you approach a woman. Like, you might be like, look, honestly, I'm a used tire salesman, but you're mad swaggy, and you're and you're very well dressed. She's not gonna think about that till the next day. Now the next day is the hard part. That's I don't know how you are gonna get listen, out of that one. Listen, just like in Moneyball. And look, you selling used tires. May have merit. Just like in Moneyball, when they're talking about the guy in general, just literally talking about him, she's going to be talking about you. She's going to be like, this short king had the audacity to walk up to me and say this. Do you know he sells 30 Michelin tires a day? And How I much wanna, are- I want to go buy 50 of them. <laughs> I'm going to make sure he gets his commission so he can take us on a vacation. Yo. Queen. <laughs> queen, queen. Yeah, man. Going early, right? Nine, nine fifteen. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yo, like me, yeah. how much better is your life working oh at uh, nine fifteen so now? <laughs> so much better. It's just I have the freedom to go in at nine fifteen. Like before, it was like I have to go in at seven. You know, now it's like I have I can wake up at five still, and have four hours to go before I have to be at work. 
Like at seven, what are you, what are you doing? You can't go to bed late, so you have to watch what you do during the well, day. Well, you shouldn't. And you I wouldn't say I wouldn't say bed. can't. I wouldn't say can't. I'd say shouldn't. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. You can't go to bed late and still expect to wake up with energy. So you have to um, you have to go to bed early. So you have to watch what you do during the day, and you mm-hmm. have to wake up early at the same time like burning the candle on both ends and i guess going to see burly that that that's that's cool too but it's like you know sometimes you might get invited to a birthday dinner things are just on late sometimes it's, it's random events where it's you might not get but you know get to bed 12 show, one yeah a movie. well the movies and shows i think you can cut out i guess if you really want to be crazy about it but well, like, like if it's a live event you want to watch it that night oh yeah I guess if it's like, like a the premiere of a movie, like the Bachelorette or something, something like that. Yeah, or it's like the premiere of a movie, and you bought tickets, and the showing is at midnight. No, I do not watch the Bachelorette. Um. Yeah, like you could cut out. Uh, you could cut out that stuff. Maybe. I don't know. What? What was that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, going into work at nine is a uh, is a blessing. It's a complete blessing. I've gone to work at like every time but nine. I've gone to work at seven. No, you know, I've gone to work at seven. Twelve. Three. Never just nine on the Dizot though. Nah, it's cap. I interned at nine. It was so weird. It sucks traveling, commuting with other people. I'll tell you that. Yes. Like that. Yes. Let me tell you 100%. something. Taking, Especially in the morning. Taking an E train to Penn Station mm-hmm. or Grand Central or Forty Second in the morning is trash. Taking the L train during rush hour is hell, and taking the four or the five train. During prime time, no thanks. Did you say the L train? The L train in Brooklyn. The yeah. L train's been on under construction for the past like eight it years. It is the worst. And it's still going to be under construction until like 2023. <clears throat> that shit is crazy. It's just so over overpopulated. I don't know how they... I, overpacked. I don't know how you could... Uh, how you could even... How you could even figure that, that whole line out, you honestly. Couldn't, you couldn't... You couldn't plan for something like this. That that line is disgusting. That and the G. Coincidentally, all the train lines that go to Brooklyn, where all the hipsters are, Brooklyn's are now the worst. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's is that a coincidence? No. I do not think so. <clears throat> Have you seen Brooklyn? I can hear my neighbors three houses down. Houses are so close. Brooklyn's weird, though, because... You have those areas where it's just crazy packed, and then you could go to, like, a section that's also crazy packed, but all of a sudden, every building is nice, and it's a bunch yes. of million-dollar brownstones, and you uh-huh. had no idea. Yeah. Because, like, like it's, I feel like it's because the color of the brick doesn't change, just, like, the quality of the property. Like, I've been in neighborhoods, and I look around, and all of a sudden, I'm like, these are million-dollar brownstones people right. pay Well, it's also, like, gen- gentrification, too, switching up places, and, and, like, there being other places... On the outskirts that aren't as nice now. You know? Like, 
that section just switched up. And it's like, oh shit, now it's drastically better than the the places around it, which are still type nice, regardless. Oh, extremely nice. That's what I'm saying. Those brownstones are massive too. That's what I'm saying, but like you would never on the think inside. That. Yeah, because then you go in and there's a big basement. There's a you yep, know, yep. it's like they're in Harlem. Big Those things basement. Those are cozy, man. And Those are crazy. The space that they make inside, because they they have usually have higher ceilings and they have like a lot of space in the back. Like I remember I went into a friend of mine's brownstone in Harlem. Well, he only he only uh, had the basement in the first floor. Oh my goodness, yo, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. It was good, bro. The basement was massive. It was like twice the basement we're in now size. Obviously, you guys can't see this, can't see the size of it. I'd say he had maybe a fifteen hundred square foot basement. Wow. Had a door leading outside, full kitchen separated from the living room. It was in nice. The yeah, it was nice. It's all in the basement. Yeah. This is an apartment, a full apartment in the basement. <clears throat> wow. Correct. Own bathroom with a shower. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, that's the type of basement I could I could live in. Yeah, my uncle just finished his house in uh in Long Island. Just finished building his own uh Have you seen it? I yeah, but I was in it yesterday. Oh, you were there yesterday? Yeah, I was there yesterday. How was it? It's beautiful. Yeah? <clears throat> beautiful. Um he built I, it from scratch. It's that's from every, scratch. That's something every man should have to do in his life. Build a house from scratch. Every, you pick every material, you pick where everything's gonna be, you pick the everything. You got that's gotta be your Stamp on that community right there. Because mm-hmm. I definitely got to do that. That's your house. You built that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you ever see those houses, some of those houses that just stick out in a neighborhood? Like, yes. Yes. everything this, this will be. What, this is what this one does. It's like everything else in there might be a rustic or like older vibe that's more brick and uh, more brick and like, let's say, uh, cement based. Yes. And then you come up on this house and it's just super modern using modern, like, that's exactly more modern materials. Like, what would you say is a more modern material? Stone. More stone. It, really, stone. Stone. Marble. marble. Marble and stone are from like the beginning of time. I'm talking about modern looking. Oh, modern. modern yeah, life. but I'm not talking about the interior. I'm talking about the exterior. The ex, like the outside. Like you know when you see those low lying houses that are maybe out of like wood those paneling, are maybe like other wood, stuff. Yeah, not wood paneling. It's like the the, <clears throat> the plastic paneling. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what a modern house. I mean. Cinderblock steel? Here, I'll show you one. None of those are new, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, it's the style. Are you talking about about some material that has randomly been just found? I'm going to show you a picture, and I'll also put it on the story so you understand. What's going on? I'd also love to create my own own building, my own structure, like in the woods, long driveway. Secluded. Like I Ooh, definitely, definitely sure. want something like that. Like, it's private without having to be like you don't house. have to do much. A lake house. Yeah, but I'm talking about. I'm not living at a lake house all year. Like a lake house is not meant to be lived at all year. It's that's what I'm house. saying though. I'm talking about a house I'm living in 24 seven, regardless of anything else. This is my house. And you just want to be in the, in the woods, secluded all the time? No, I'm just saying. I mean, yes. Yeah. Long driveway, my space. Um, but in the yeah, woods, 100%. though? I'm not talking about <clears throat> three miles into the woods. I'm talking, you can see my house from the front of the driveway. It's just a long way into no, the woods. No, no, I'm saying, I'm not saying that it's there. I'm saying that where it, I'm saying like where it is located, like in conjunction to a city. 
like in proximity? Um, P R O X I M Y T Y. Proximity. There are houses, uh, and I know this for a fact because when I lived in Florida, there are houses that are on the main road, right? That still have forests off the main road on the sides, mm-hmm. and their houses oh, in those some, sections. Oh, is this some Florida shit? I think it's an everywhere shit. I don't think so. Okay, well, <clears> you gotta take me. You get. Well, you gotta take me to like Alabama. Nah, let's not go to Alabama. Let's say, uh, let's say like Minnesota. No, not Minnesota. How would I know about that though? Michigan. I don't know. You're just saying it's an everywhere thing. It's got to be somewhere, right? It's in Florida. I'm I don't. Telling you. <laughs> All right, like I said. Then it's just a Florida thing if you can't show it to me somewhere else. You know what? I guess it is then. It's a Florida thing. Well, it's definitely not a Bronx thing. To hell with the Bronx. (laughs) (laughs) Forever they may burn. (laughs) Unless it's on Burnside. Just kidding. They already burn it. I remember remember when uh, I first met somebody from the Bronx... And he was, I was like, where you live? He's like, right off Gun Hill Road. And I was like, y'all got a road named Gun Hill? Facts. I was like, y'all Facts. are, I said, y'all are fucked. <laughs> Gun Hill? I was like, y'all are fucked. I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> y'all don't got a chance. <laughs> I'm from Gun Hill. I'm like, nah. nigga, what? I was like, some shit you rap about. Nah, Gun Hill Road. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's you really crazy. think about Burnside it. Burnside Avenue. Burnside's not that bad. But no, yeah, Burnside yeah, sounds yeah, it does actually. I'm sorry. You know what kind of scares me? You know what has like an evil kind of connotation to it when I read it? What? Mott Haven. Yes. Yo, every time I hear Mott Haven, I think Staten Island or I think Lucifer's uh, Lake House. I just think of a dark place. <laughs> Mott Haven. I'm, yeah, Mott from, Haven. It's yo, just like I'm a from... dark, like, anime pixie, like, gargoyle community. All right. And this is what a Bronx native is saying right now in their car. At their stereo right now. Y'all pussy. Y'all can never handle this. You don't understand what it takes to be from here. That's fine. I don't need to know what it takes to be from Gun Hill. I'm from St. Albans, baby. Different. Don't need it. Different. I've seen a lot of crazy shit in my life. I'm from Jamaica, Queens. St. Albans, Jamaica, Queens. But I've seen some shit in the Bronx that I'll never fucking forget. What'd you see in the Bronx? Bro, what haven't I seen in the Bronx? Give us Bro, an example of what you see. Fights. Seen beatings. Jumping, more beatings, bro. It's just, just all violence. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just all violence. That's that's how they. That's how they. Uh, that's their love language. Just violence and rudeness. Yeah, they are very aggressive. But I say this: there is nothing like going to a Bronx party because you either gonna have the best fucking time of your life or you are leaving in thirty minutes because someone pulled the gun. And let me tell you, so I'm, either I'm, way, exhilarating. Either, either way, you need to have on some shoes you can run it. <laughs> have on running shoes because the experience is exhilarating. I remember I went to a Bronx party in some peas, and I'll never do that again. And by peas, I mean Pradas. I was in high school, and I wanted some Prada sneakers. And then I was there, and, like, shit got a little staticky, so we had to move a little bit. And I'm like, damn, like, this was not the right footwear, you know? So afterwards, I adapted, you know? Afterwards. I made sure I had some elites on. And some shoes that I could really move in, you know, if I had to, if I had to uh, make a quick, a quick, uh, change. quick change direction, you know, that's, that's how I dress. No more dress socks and products. No. That was done. You're more of a. Hey, next time I had the time in my life, I drank the most Ciroc I've ever drank in my life and I'll never do it again. 
You know, those, you remember when Ciroc first came out? They had those big bottles, like the club bottles. Yes, they still do. What you no, mean? no, the big, big club bottles that they bring out, like they almost look fake. Oh yes, the big, big, like the hundred dollar drinks. Yeah. Where I drank like half of that because they just kept passing it around, and the Ciroc tasted like nothing. So I'm like, oh, this is water. Cause I was used it's to juice. That. I was just like, well, how old was I? I think I was sixteen or seven. I was sixteen, I think, or seventeen. But I was used to the henny by then. The streets raised me. <laughs> it was a different. It was a whole different world. And part of my cough, I'm very high. But I do need to get something else off my chest right now. Carson Wentz is the most frustrating and amazing football player I've ever watched. He will spend three quarters looking like he doesn't even deserve to be on the same field. And then you get into crunch time, and he'll throw balls like that. He'll throw passes where you're like, this could be the best QB in the league. He's fading away, and he puts a ball right on the dot to an undrafted rookie off the off the practice squad. What's that, Carson? You got fully healthy number one receivers? Nah, it's okay. Bring me the practice squad guy no one's ever heard about. I'm going to make him a star this week. He has over 80 yards and a touchdown today. Oh, yeah? He's ranked. He's Hold a, him? On his, he's a top 10 receiver in fantasy this year. Wow. Think about Good that. Good for him. Look at that. Another perfect pass to our first round, first rounder. He gets a two-point. Wow. We don't get the touchdown. Like, some of you or most of you don't watch Eagles football, but I'm telling you right now, he this Prince Harry looking motherfucker from North Dakota. He is. That's crazy. He, he's, he's just going to frustrate you for 75% of the game. That's just how it's going to go. He's going to throw balls that he shouldn't throw. He's going to try to throw the ball away and throw a pick. And you're going to be like, this guy fucking sucks. I can't take it. And then you're going to get to the fourth quarter in a close game. And he's going to be like, huh, I was just kidding with you. Let me let me, let me me bear down here. Let me here. tighten up here. Yeah. Like, they almost beat the Ravens, bro. They were a two-point conversion away from tying that game. They were down. They were The score was 22-9 when I left my game. I turned the game. I, I didn't check ESPN until I got home. It was 30 22 when I turned it back on. Wow. Took a shower, came out the shower, 30-28 final. Wow. Like, God forbid you give Carson Wentz a fully healthy team and a, and, and a good defense, you know? He wants the streets. He wants the slums. Like like how I say I want a toxic woman, he wants he wants a toxic game. He, he wants, wants to, to learn the hard way. He don't want it clean. He <laughs> want it dirty. He want to learn the hard way. If that Camaro don't come with dirt on the side from being drag race, he ain't going to buy it. Nope. He ain't going to fucking buy it. He want the old tires, the ones that got the, the ones that are shot. He want the one that just raced today cuz he knows it's good to go. Uh-huh. He knows it's going to work when he needs it to work. So with that, I say to you guys this. If at any point this year him and Doug Peterson figure out how to play like that for four quarters. It's actually going to be crazy because they're going to be really fucking good. And I'm going to be really fucking ignorant on Twitter. And, <laughs> yo, let me, tell you, let me tell you something. No one. You're already mad no at one, on Twitter. No one. Th- agreed. And guess what? The mute button's there. The unfollow button's there. The blocks button's there. I'm on Twitter to entertain myself. I don't give a damn about y'all. But, yo, let me tell you something. The worst thing that could happen to all of y'all is the Eagles making a deep playoff run. Because my ignorance, my belligerentness, the amount of times I'm wearing that Eagle hoodie, y'all not going to like it. I'm not going to like it. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna like it, but you're gonna have to do I'm it. I'm gonna have to wear it. If we win it, I'm not taking it off. No matter. Job interview. If I go on vacation, fuck it. I'll be now, on the beach in Miami. Easily one Eagles of the most annoying on. times in my life was uh, 2017. When, when the, the Eagles, Eagles were making won. the run? When the Eagles won. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bad time. Yo. That was a very bad time. Time of my life. I remember watching that Super Bowl game at uh, that random bar. Was it Kelly's? Downies. 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 With all those Patriot fans. Yeah, that was bad. I was like, you remember, remember uh, that 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 uh, thing I put on my chest? It was like "fuck Tom Brady" or some shit like that, or remember. "Tom Brady sucks," some something like that. I, I walked to a bar full of I didn't know there were Patriots fans, but it figures, you know, we were in we we're in Riverdale, New York. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a uh, yo. That was an annoying time in my life. Yo, and it was funny because I remember <clears> someone <throat> at practice was like, "When were you even an Eagles fan?" Out of nowhere, JT. Nah, he's been an Eagles fan. I remember because he's the only fuck that would remember that. That'd be something that's ingrained in his mind. Wait, who's... You know, because the Eagles were shitty for like a three, four-year period. They were just a non-factor. They had Vic. Then they brought in a new coach who was like, what's that? You're black and make more money than me? Not going to happen on this team. What's that? Former player of mine? Towards ACL twice in the last two years? Perfect. We need a, we good, need a good story. Kiko Alonzo. How you tear your ACL twice and then we give up, what, a second rounder? He tore the same ACL twice? Or he's torn the ACL on both his knees, I believe, twice. What? Yeah. He's, no, he has at least three surgeries. I don't think he had a fourth. God damn. Count me out, boss. Cut my check and count me out. Look, that's mental fortitude there. And he's not going to walk after 50 either. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking about life after sports. Yo, let me tell you something. When you're making $8 million to hit somebody as hard as you can, are you really thinking about life after that? <clears throat> and be realistic with me. Not really. I'm in my prime making that much money. I'm thinking about smoking somebody. That's what I'm saying. You'll worry about that later. Because I'm just saying, like, this would you true. rather would you rather have two healthy legs as a regular person or one and a, or half a healthy leg with all the money to make it feel like you have that leg? Very true. You feel me? Very you get a big-ass brace. You yeah. get the best physical therapy money can buy. Worst case, you just, you just get the whole knee reconstructed. Worst case, it, it hurts every every now and again. <coughs> oh, worst, I, ca- worst case, it's a sore every after time it the, rains, after the full recovery. Every time yeah, it facts. Rains, you feel just, it in your knee now. You're just immobilized before you before it even rains. You feel it in your knee. It's gonna rain. My knee's telling me. Yeah, man. Yeah, and no, I'd rather, I'd rather have that. Uh, I would rather have the um, leg and a half to work with. With all the money I would ever need. Agreed. Easy. It's much easier to uh, use your cane to get out of your Lambo than it is to uh, get out of your Toyota full body. It's just much easier to be happy about a uh, one and a half leg capacity while being rich than not. Yeah, fair. That's, you know, it just always comes back to, I just have the money to do this and that. Or did we just forget? No, we just never press play. Sorry, I didn't like that. <laughs> Rookie mistake. I wasn't a Rookie fan mistake. of it. Hmm. So the election Tuesday. How do you feel about it? This has been the most uh, highly covered election since I've been alive. For sure. 
Obama sure. was big. But like this no, is like No, no, no. I mean Obama was really fucking big. Yeah, like, bro. I remember having to hear about that every day in like what? How what was that? Oh eight? Yeah. <clears throat> twelve years ago? Damn, I was 12. Going on 13? Yeah, I was in 7th grade. I remember when he got inaugurated, we went down. Our school, like, had a trip and took us down there. Cause I went to, to DC? Yeah. Oh, I went, bro, I went to an all-black middle school. Oh, wow. You kidding me? They were like, yo, this is history. We had to go down to the inauguration. How bro, was that? I froze my ass off. That's the coldest I've been in my life. Really? And every oh, adult on that trip was like, Obama is in office. I'm not trying to hear no complaints from nobody about nothing, never. We went down to D.C., bro, for that day. Oh, my gosh, bro. I remember I had the big North Face on with a hoodie and, a, and something else under that. Zip to the top. Hood on. Hat on. Gloves on. You know if you had gloves on in public as a child... You were cold. It was cold that day. Because you would do anything it took not to wear that from your parents. I remember there'd be days I'm with my parents, and like, oh, we're going to the mall. Wear your gloves. And I'm like, no. People are going to see me in the mall, mom. I'm not wearing gloves. I'm not going to be warm. Out I, there, though? I put them in my pocket to make it seem like I was wearing them. Bro, out there, though? Double up. I doubled up. I remember it was like 25 degrees, and it snowed the day before. It was disgusting. I had on Tim's. It just wasn't a good day. My I feet, mean... My feet hurt. My feet were cold. We were buying hand warmers and f- feet warmers like they were going out of style. And every adult was just like, shut up. <laughs> Obama's in office. Now I get it. Like, I'd be like, yeah, you just have to suck it up. You're going to live. But that was that was immensely big. Like, this is big because I forgot who said it, but they said it very eloquently. They said, this feels like a battle for America's soul. Like, are we getting better or are we are we or are we uh, reverting back to who we really are? Because this land was stolen. The lives of Native Americans were changed forever. I don't even know if I want to think about that. You know? Black black men and women were brought over on slave ships. Enslaved here. Eventually freed. And now that they've been freed, people are saying, one, that slavery wasn't that bad. And two, that you're welcome for bringing you to America. Did you see Prince Harry didn't even know slavery was real? I'm sorry, not slavery. That uh, racism was still going on today. I mean, a lot of people here thought that. Like what? A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people here thought that racism was just over. They're like, racism. Racism doesn't exist. A black man was president. How could racism exist? And like, that I can't. That's not the whole story. That doesn't. Just because a black man's elected means racism doesn't exist. It might mean that it's much less. Absolutely, but that is completely gone. That's insolvent. That's just that's just ignorant. No, it's never. It's I don't think it ever is gonna be. It's not gonna be. I don't because know. it's not like you can just grow out of it. Like there are people in certain parts of the world because it happens in Europe too. Like when they called those soccer players monkeys and and like made sounds at them and threw stuff. Like it just even if even if we all step up and do what we got to do. It'll be very quiet and it'll be out of the way, but it'll still be there. But it's better there than in the in our face every day. I think that's why so many people dislike Trump. But I mean, honestly, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to yeah, see what happens. It's been on in our face all quarantine. It's gonna like because on Tuesday, man, 
Just, Im- just imagine, man. Like, what, what do you think... What, what's your reaction going to be to another four years of Trump? I think I'm kind of expecting it. Really? To be very honest with you, yeah. You know what it is? Last time, when they talked about... Uh, what's his name? Who was in the election with Trump in 20... Uh, 2016? Who was that? Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so what's his name? <laughs> Hillary Clinton had like a uh, 20%, 30% higher poll rating than <clears throat> Trump, Trump did. It wasn't that high, but go on. Whatever. It was just drastically higher. It was higher. High. It was high. And when it came to the actual votes, popular vote, it wasn't even close. Which secured the electoral votes, obviously. He got the electoral votes. But the popular vote secures that. Not necessarily. A electoral vote and the popular vote are different. No, they lo- are. The popular vote is the p- vote of the people. The electoral vote is the vote of the electoral college assigned to that state. Yeah, so what I'm saying to you is this. She can win 80% in New York and 80% <laughs> in, like, let's say... But I'm saying, though, no. you, that's usually the way the Electoral College votes I, for that state. I understand. Unless they happen to swing it. No, but it just goes on the majority. If the majority of New York is Biden, then we're blue. That's it. I yes. Don't, yeah, so, I, so it doesn't... So one doesn't equal the other. That's why everyone says the Electoral College is stupid. Because certain states have a proportionally large amount of, of votes that don't have a high population. Like, I think, was it Wisconsin has seven And a lot of these states are just Republican strongholds because, you know, there's this guy in the middle of the middle of the state. He doesn't want the country to change. He just wants it to stay, quote-unquote, American. And he's going to keep buying his guns and beers. And as long as you let him do those things, he'll give you his vote, you know? He don't care about no change. He don't care about nobody coming into this country. He don't care how the country was founded. He lives here now. That's his problem. Let's see electoral college. Yes, Matt. I do agree. The electoral college is a uh, makes no sense. It's like no, a, it's no. like an unneeded middleman. Yeah, but exactly, it was made up by those in government yes. because at this point, at that time, it probably helped someone win and secure right. their and secure it. Right. So let's 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 uh, let's tune in here. Let me give you guys a little. How stupid is that? Little government. The popular lesson. vote is already deciding what more than likely the Electoral College is going to do. But yeah. now you're just as like, you know what, let's see if we can spice things North- up. What if they just switch it every once in a while? It'd be kind of cool. Listen to this. Georgia and North Carolina, Georgia has 16 and North Carolina has 15. Wow. <sighs> how, many, how many does, like, Idaho have? Idaho has four. Crazy. Montana has three. Wyoming, Wyoming has three. Colorado has nine. New Mexico has five. Texas is thirty-six. New York has like twenty-something. No? New York is twenty-nine. Pennsylvania has twenty. Look, man. 
I'm a sucker for a uh, a live sporting event or a live event, so I'll watch it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would like to say no, the election is always fun to watch. I would like to say I'm not, but I like seeing <laughs> I like seeing the people on TV doing it like it's ESPN, and they're like, "Well, we see Idaho's turning. Let's turn to our reporter." And then there's someone next to a ballot box, and they're like, "We haven't heard anything out of out of the camp lately, but we're we're getting word that the the votes are getting counted. We're going back to the studio, and the guys in the studio are like, this is an exciting race.'" And you're just sitting here like. <laughs> Locked in. Like, do you think? Do you think like, shorty? They really? Wow, they, that's that's crazy. They really keep that shit on like and, and on your tippy toes. It. And yo, at I, all times. Do you think the people that are counting, like counting these things in in the back room, are just sweating? They're yes, just like, I am. Like, Gladys, yeah. you're halfway through your stack. <laughs> we need you to be done. And Gladys, is like, I'm trying, I'm trying. Commercial breaks over in thirty seconds. Gladys, we need the numbers. Gladys, and she's like, I'm trying, Tony. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes I'm not are you kidding me Gladys is just Gladys, not. I would the not fate of our country in is in Gladys's hands and Gladys has only had a salad today Gladys hasn't even coffee <laughs> she hasn't even had a, our second coffee of the day yeah no that's um that's one job I would not want under any any circumstance I know people are going to be rushing and mad pushy the whole time. I just don't have, I don't have the temperament for that. <laughs> It'll be done when it's done. Yeah. <laughs> you hired me, right? Let me get it done. Yeah, exactly. You entrusted me with this. <laughs> Gladys, I need the numbers. 25 seconds. Oh, my. God. And they're going back, and they're like, Gladys, we need a number. She's like, I don't know. And he's like, fuck it, I'm guessing. <laughs> what did you have last, 282? We'll say 320. Yo, yeah, election day is always mad fun. Oh, yeah. It's, it's <clears> always <throat> cool. You, you wonder who's gonna, what face is going to lead the country now. I, I just think it's funny because the way people take it. And people just people are just going crazy. And I always thought to myself when watching it, I'm like. This is boring. I was like, why are people going 100%? It's just like, guys, like, just let them count it up. And we'll be back. Like, why do we need... 24-7 coverage. Yeah, like, you know? I guess you could say that about sports, too, but... No, but sports affect everything, though. Well, the government affects everything, I guess, yeah. I mean, they affect us, but it's not really going to affect... I don't know. I don't... Look, all I'm saying is I don't think Trump can stiff-arm Biden on a field to get this presidential election. If it could happen, I'd love to see it. (laughs) You tell me you wouldn't watch that? Of course. Them giving a, a ball to Trump running downfield, full head of steam, and Biden's chasing him. Biden's smoking him. I think, I think Biden's, I think, bro, I think, first of all, I think both of them are fragile human beings. Two, I'm fairly certain that if any of them had to run for more than 10 yards, they would just instantly collapse. Actually, no, I take have that you back. Seen I Trump think Trump's putting his the, shoulder down. Have you put, seen Trump on a golf course? Bro, he is, he's old. He's like 73, bro. I think Trump's so, putting so his shoulder Biden. down. Biden's older than Biden's bro. way older than Trump. Biden don't know what he says half the time, which is hilarious to me because people are like, "Oh yeah, Biden." It's like, bro, this man be starting sentences and he just try to Forgets find the middle way. <laughs> he be like, "My name's Joe Biden. I'm here to tell you about the nebulizer." It's like, Joe, what? What? <laughs> you know how many clips I've seen on Twitter where it's just Joe Biden talking about something and the end of the sentence he's just like. Hey, you know, <laughs> Just nothing. Nothing. I've was never said. seen that. You've never seen these clips? 
Bro, there's a lot of clips of Joe Biden saying nothing. Like, oh my god! There's a candle in front of me. Like I'm telling you about the candle. So you know that candle over there? It's a uh, it's named Sunday morning and <laughs> and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that should automatically cancel somebody. I think so. They can't speak. <laughs> that man could literally be like, "I think I want some orange juice. Send every nuke you can." To every every, every single one. Are you kidding me? He could say some crazy shit on TV. Bro, and Trump, they would have that on tape. Trump is the funniest because Trump be picking out the journalists, and the, I I see the journalist's face, and I I can see they know they're about to get fucked with. And Trump be like. You don't say nice things about me, do you? No. You don't say nice things about me. I can do anything. You don't say anything nice. And the journalist is just like, and the journalist is like, but you're not doing anything that I should speak nicely about. He's like, yeah, you just you just don't like me, do you? You just don't like me. Like, mind you, he's dodged all the other questions by just picking on this person. And it's perfect because everyone spends all their time like, oh, he's rude, this, that, and the third. And then other people that support him are like, he can be rude. He's the president. And then other people are like, well, he's the president. Shouldn't he be a good person? They're like, no, that's not a requirement. Meanwhile, he's doing nothing. He's golfing. Mike Pence is running the government. Yes. That's who's in charge. Just like Dick Cheney was running the government when Bush was in, was in office. Same thing. Same thing. Oh, man. It's got me feeling queasy. Why? The election. Why? Bro, your life's not going to change, most likely. No, I know, oh, but it's like, God. just imagining what the country could look like in four years. You know? Like, that's going to take a toll on your yeah. mental health. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I guess. It is in, what, the next four years? Let's just say, you know, a decent number of people in our age group will probably be having kids. Right, in the next four years, you'd say? Fox News is just like, Biden said the sky was blue. You look great to me, motherfucker. You gonna vote for him? And motherfuckers be in the comments like, Yeah! Trump trying! Trump <laughs> Yo, Loki though, if you scream out Trump train enough, you get hype. I'm not even gonna hold you. I yelled, it go, it goes, I, was, I forgot goes. where I was and I yelled that shit out twice. I'm not even gonna front. I got a little hyped up. You I mean, that in public? I, yeah. I mean, I immediately regretted it. Because I, was a, I wasn't I was around people that took me seriously, but some of them did side-eye me like, bro, relax. But I, I did get a little, I'm, Trump train! Trump train! Like, bro, I could definitely do that and smash a beer over my forehead. Is that, is Sarcast- that what you like to do? Sarcastic- is that what you want to have the power to do? Yo, look, if I'm in a space where I'm doing that, please get me help. I don't want to talk to you. Let <laughs> me get you help. I'm sorry. If you're on your like, own I don't know point. what it is about Donald Trump that just makes him get people so irrationally just to support him. I really don't. I don't get the magnetism of the man. Maybe you. I don't know what you guys see in him. I just don't see it, honestly. But I tell you what, man. Guy could work a crowd. Yeah. Like, you give Trump a crowd and some hats and he'll sell every single one I of them. I think that's why. He'll be in that crowd talking about everyone's hair and be like, but you guys don't know about my hair because you can't see it. These hats are $20. We only have 200 of them. If you want to stop people from being able to make a presumption about you through your hair, go get you a hat. It just might help. Sold. Think about sold. Think about the people that are at these uh that are at these rallies when like the uh 
the Michael Caines. Think about when you're at these rallies and like the Michael Caines and the Barack Obamas, the George Bushes, um, they're 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 you know speaking about what they're gonna do in their you know in their term, and everybody's like you know clapping and saying yeah. Like think about them saying it in a concise, clear, like politician, polished, refined, super elegant way. Right? And then you think about Trump, who's literally acting like he's at like a like a presser for like a fight. <laughs> yeah, he Don King in the hell out of it. Yo, like you have to get hype. Like there's just there's just no way around it. He he's saying stuff that should just get you hype. He's not even saying anything. He's not saying anything, but it just gets you hype because nothing. I, I love when he's it's just so empty that you can just back it just because it's easy to back it. Yo, I love when uh, I really love when he's uh, he's like with his he's uh he he's getting them hyped up and he's like, what was the first thing he said in his first? I'm gonna drain the swamp. Now what is it? Fire fire all of them. He was like, he was like in Kamala. He said something like that, and then he said, "Uh, what did he say?" He said, "Fire all of them, fire all of them." And then the, tr- the crowd started chanting, "Fire them, fire them, fire!" Yo, he just eats it up. He- he's a showman, man. I gotta, That's what I'm I gotta, I gotta find, I gotta find that clip because I, yo, low key, I, I kind of felt the hype. Cause it's like this is just like football hype, you know? What are you talking about? Oh, like him getting hyped the way he gets hyped? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm ready to go to war. Exactly. Type of. Type but for of. nothing. I feel like that's very, uh... That's very metaphoric of uh, what Trump supporters are. They're ready to go to war over nothing. No, yo, just say the word. <laughs> yo, I love... Over, that's crazy. I love when people are just like, he says he's gonna take my guns. No one's taking my guns. Like, bro, no one's taking your guns. People are like, you will never take my AR-14. Well, by now, you've reached the uh, the end of the line. So I want to thank you for really just coming this far in life today and taking this journey. And I just want you to know that for every moment that you spend listening to this podcast, no matter how hard you try in life, you can never get those moments back. So I hope it was worth it. <laughs> Always remember to... Uh, like, rate, and uh, <laughs> review. Subscribe. Uh, and subscribe as well. Uh, Instagram is empty underscore the tank. We are on Apple and Spotify at empty the tank. As well as Twitter at, you guessed it, empty the tank. Have a beautiful Sunday. One. Have a beautiful week. And uh, remember to get better. The ball is loose on the Philadelphia Eagles. Again. Do me a favor and take us out with uh, the words from our great president, Barack Obama. That's a king talking. And we got the same portable, disposable coffee cups. Success leaves clues. Great people do great things adjacently. Goodbye.